Welcome to Listener's Advisory, the San Diego Public Library podcast. Ever curious how librarians choose which books to buy, rent, and remove from their collections? Today, meet some of SDPL's collection developers and learn their tools, inputs, and processes for building robust collections throughout our 36 locations. So stick around. This should be fun. This is a segment about books and how they make their way to your library. I love books. Unfortunately, I'm going to start with some math. There are somewhere around 300,000 new titles traditionally published in the United States every year. Visit your local independent bookstore and it is likely filled with the latest and greatest new releases. But, depending on square footage, they only carry seven to 12,000 titles, so many new books don't get a chance. For contrast, the San Diego Public Library already has more than 5.3 million items in its collection. SDPL's current annual materials budget is $2.3 million. That averages out to around $1.80 per capita, and only roughly 70% of that is spent on physical books. Going back to the 300,000 titles and using some back-of-the-envelope math, the library could purchase a single copy of only half of the books that are published in a given year. And of course, patron reading habits aren't so linear. The library has to predict demand by ordering multiple copies of popular titles and spreading them equitably around the entire system. So how does SDPL decide? I talked to the technical services team at the Central Library to learn how they tackle what sounds like an impossible task, including an old friend of the podcast. Thank you so much for having us today to talk with you. I've loved being on the podcast previously. My name is Angie Scala, and I'm a children and teen material selector here at San Diego Public Library. So I'm a librarian, and my whole job is to select and purchase, along with other selectors, all of the books and materials, like DVDs, everything you see at your local library. So there's 36 locations. And it's a, it's a centralized uh, collection development is our group. So rather than having each little library branch try to keep up with all the latest and greatest book buzz and news and what's on book talk, that's our job. And we purchased everything together all at once to make it much more efficient. And it is just a dream job for me to be able to purchase books and everything like that for the children and teens of San Diego. I asked Angie how they narrowed down their choices from a nearly infinite sea of new books. Given the budget that we have, we're trying to stretch it as far as we can and make the most meaningful and relevant choices. So we have a collection development policy for the San Diego Public Library. So that includes things that can guide us. Say there's a real hot author that we anticipate there's going to be high demand. Of course, we're going to buy some of those books, maybe lots of copies, maybe not so many. It also depends on the subject. Maybe, oh my gosh, it's very exciting. No one's really been talking about this yet, especially maybe for children and teen books. Oh, the setting is kind of rare, historical fiction set in Slovenia. This is going to be really cool. So maybe we won't get a ton of copies, but maybe we'll get a few. So it's our job to select not just for breadth, but also depth. It's kind of a constant struggle. Okay, 
how are we going to make our money go the furthest? And that's where we read so many reviews. <laughs> Scott. I keep up. I have nice long lists of all the series that I need to keep up with. I have nice long lists of all the important authors that we cannot miss. And then also we have patron title suggestion forms on our website. So we love to hear back from patrons where they see in our catalog that they can't find what they're looking for, but they really want to read this series or they heard this author's coming out with something. We love to hear back from patrons and and get their feedback of what they're hoping to see at their library. Next, we brought in the librarian in charge of technical services. My name is Heidi Wiggler. I am the librarian floor slash head of catalog order and processing here in technical services for San Diego Public Library. I oversee currently a staff of about 16 people. Bookstores rely on the high demand for newly released titles, but for a library, that initial wave of popularity is tough to manage, which is where a clever program called Least Books, known to patrons as Express Books, comes in. What the term leased means is that the library uh, does not own it. They only own it for the time that the manager or the uh, section head believes will be popular. And then once uh, it's lost its popularity, they we needed to augment for more holds or for more, you know, for more browsability of the hot new topics right off the shelf. But once that's fade, as you know, um, and is not so popular anymore of a title, we have the option then, and the manager has the option to two things, either keep it permanently in the collection, or most oftenly we return those leased copies. At this point, I wondered how good a job the selectors could possibly be doing with their limited resources. So maybe this isn't the most scientific way of measuring SCPL's collection, because I am a book hoarder, I admit it, I have a problem. And some would say I'm a picky, aka pretentious, reader. But, like most of you, I have a stack of books waiting to be read next, every one of them purchased from a bookstore. So I'm going to look them up on the library's online catalog to see which books I could have simply borrowed. I'll start with an easy one. Hamnet, Maggie O'Farrell. 65 copies, 22 available. Olga Tokarczuk, Drive Your Plow Over the Bones of the Dead. 13 copies, one available. Entangled Life, Merlin Sheldrake. 14 copies, zero available, 10 on hold. Baron Wenkheim's Homecoming by Laszlo Krasnohorkaye. Strange Beasts of China by Yan Ji. Why am I buying all these books? Markion Kamish, Stalking the Atomic City, Life Among the Decadent and the Depraved of Chernobyl. Masatsugo Ono, At the Edge of the Woods. Okay, this one's super obscure. The Guyana Quartet by Wilson Harris. God, you're killing me, SDPL! Eight out of eight. I'm shocked, honestly. I could actually walk into the library and leave with seven of them today. I feel like the selectors get me. What am I doing with my life? It's all free, all of it. They just give you books. Of course, this isn't about what I want to read. I'm only one capita among the 1.4 million. 40% of San Diegans can speak a language other than English, but the publishing industry does a woeful job offering books in foreign languages. 
This means that SDPL has to work even harder to find them. For Spanish material, I go to Guadalajara once uh, once a year, attend the book fair, and this is 50% of the collection would be purchased from that uh, book fair. That's Zena, by the way. I'm uh, Zena Gwine. I'm the collection development manager for the city of San Diego. Despite the many challenges of acquiring foreign language materials, SDPL has a fairly impressive collection. We have about 265,000 books in 25 different languages. Really, this is a big collection when we compare it to other systems. For context, the Los Angeles Public Library has 260,000 items, but they serve 13 times the number of patrons. The most popular is uh, the uh, Chinese, Japanese, um, the Spanish for sure, and the French, we have a lot of demand for Somali and Tagalog. Most of the challenges would be out of print, not available, or there is no finding a vendor for these languages in, you know, operating within the United States. SDPL is also serious about making sure materials end up in the branches who have the greatest need for them. The selectors work closely with the branch managers and constantly are analyzing circulation data. Heidi points out this was more of a Zen exercise back in the days before robust analytics. In the old days of the library circulation, uh, we used uh, non-English titles. We also used to do what we call like a branch rotational, uh, where we would box them up, literally box up collections of different non-English titles and send them on to the next branch or different branches just because you know technology is much better we have matrix and and things to know based on where it, it sort of would go but now that we have floating collections available to our branches it kind of it's a very interesting it will float to say wherever the branch need is and then it can move on to the next branch that requests it as well and and it just sort of takes on another life which i i find very very interesting and fascinating, too, with floating collections. I would love to be able to track a book and see its journey through the system over the years. I wonder how many books have been to every library branch. Oh, wow. That's a good question. Probably a Dr. Seuss book and something that has literally thousands. Uh, we have some in our collection back to the 1980s in our collection that are still circulating in, and oh even gosh. earlier, maybe thousands of circulations on it. Okay. So what did we learn? I learned that picking out books is super hard, but SDPL selectors do an amazing job of serving their patrons. I also learned that this segment is longer than I expected. I had imagined we'd already be through all the logistics of how the physical book actually gets to the shelves of your library, but we haven't even started to talk about that yet. And there's one other thing bothering me. Do you, do you hear that music? Is it just me? I feel like I now have a quest to find that book, the first book that circulated through all 36 branches of the San Diego Public Library. So stay tuned. That's going to do it for today's episode. I'd like to thank our guests, Angie Staba, Heidi Wigler, and Zena Goring. 
As per usual, thanks to Pete Meisner and Luke Henshaw for contributing original music, and a major special thank you to payroll specialists Doreen Serrato and Cindy Schatzer. With SDPL's huge influx of new hires, Cindy and Doreen have been working hard to assure time entries are correct and everyone gets paid. For more information on the materials and resources mentioned in today's episode, please see our show notes or visit us at sandiego.gov forward slash SDPL podcast. This podcast is supported by the Library Foundation SD. For more information about the good work they do, visit libraryfoundationsd.org. If you like what we're doing here at Listener's Advisory, please consider sharing our podcast on your social media, leave us a rating or review via your favorite podcast directory, or tell someone you know about us. Thanks in advance.